Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're all doing well. I am doing well also. We're going to have some chats. I had a chat last night. We're going to have a chat tonight on Discord. Tonight's going to be the Tavern Chat. Oh, boy. And first off, we have a voicemail. We have voicemail from Frank Turfler, Frank's liner notes. Take it away, Frank. Hey, Glenn. Frank T. here, just catching up on some old podcasts and was listening to your episode from April 1st and uh, the idea of the cliffhanger, uh, which is something I really enjoyed uh, trying to produce in general, but I had never really thought about the sort of rewind possibility uh, when we return from the cliffhanger. So that really puts a different spin on it for me. And I think that having the ability to sort of replay that last scene will go a long way to playing with newer players and younger players, especially if that last scene wasn't going so well at the time. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for sending that along. Yeah, I, I've been re-re-rethinking that, and there is a manageable way to do that. Um, you probably have the right idea as far as like rewriting what happened before. That's an easy way to retcon, by the way. You know, last time this happened, but I'm going to roll it back a few minutes and either you give them another chance or you or you do like the old serials do. Oh, there's a, there there was a passage you didn't see and you just stumbled on it and then you you went down there, you missed the fireball or something like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't abuse it. I wouldn't use it too much, but there is that possibility if you take it that and I, that into account. And also, you know, it all depends on the group too. My group is pretty laissez-faire. We're a pretty lighthearted bunch. So I have had a problem with that sometimes. Sometimes there's stuff I forget. I just forget while we're doing it. We were in the middle of that demon battle in Astonishing Swordsman Monday, and I had totally forgotten the fact that at each turn, there's a magical enchantment on the room that changes the center of gravity. And you roll a D6 and find out where they are. And I did this like a, the, the second turn in. And I just I just said, I'm sorry, guys. I forgot all about this. I got it. The gravity changes every every turn. So I, had, so I started rolling. They rolled with it. It was great. And of course, the demon they're fighting, he's been in this room. He's, he's bound to this room. He's been in this room many times. He knows... He knows how to deal with it, but they were like, okay, everybody make an X roll to stop fall on falling from the north wall. And I just I just I just sort of GM hand waved the thing. Okay, anybody who may, fails a dex roll, they take one hit point. Whoop de doo. It's just disorienting, that's all. So yeah, there's that. But you know, rewinding is a good thing. It, it is a good thing sometimes, especially it's kind of a you know, you start stop at a certain point in the game, we'll resume next time, and rewinding a little bit is sort of like taking a running a running start at the next part of the adventure. 
So it kind of gives you a running, it gives them a running start into it, which I like. And if you do the in media array thing, even better because you can just go, okay, roll for initiative. What? Roll for initiative. Go. And that that'll take them a little little off. The, you know, they'll, they'll get a little discombobulated at first, but they'll get they'll get used to it. And you know, it just it's just great. Anyway, 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 anyway. That's not what I want to talk about. But thank you for that voicemail, Frank. I really appreciate it. Let's see. Let's see. Ah, got it. Okay. I just want to say one thing to my fellow game masters out there. And this will apply to me, too, because I try to take my own advice when I can. Three words. Don't get lazy. When you get lazy, you get sloppy and things start happening. Now, I'm not saying over-prepare and be a real rigid about it, too. you got to have some play in there. And if you want to, as I say, prep to ad-lib, go ahead. But just don't get... I've, do, I've done this before in the past. And I keep thinking, man, it would have been better if I'd ran that the way it was supposed to be run. Where it would give me some thing where either I was tired or I was just just being lazy in, in the middle of the game. I look at it and go, oh, I don't want to do that. Let's just do something simple. I want you like the, the, the room with the, the changing center of gravity. I could have just said, ah, forget it. And then I thought, no, no, this is this is interesting. This makes the thing interesting. So we're gonna do it. Never never pass up a chance to add flavor to your scenario. Never pass up a chance to get the PCs more involved in the story and never pass up a chance to get them more involved in the world if you're going to be doing anything anything kind of like long-term campaign. Even for a one-shot, I want to get them immersed right away. Like, say, a convention game. You want to get them immersed right away so you can go. And if you're cutting back on things just out of pure laziness or you didn't do the prep because you're lazy or something like that, it's going to be at a detriment to your game. I mean, I am a lazy dungeon master, yes. And I've given you some great tips on how to prep, but it is prep. So, you just got to buckle down, do the prep, and when you run it, don't do it halfway. Don't do it half-heartedly. Do it all the way. Play those NPCs. Run that battle. Even if it has to be... We do a lot of theater of the mind. But last night, I said... Or, I'm sorry, Monday night, I said, Hey... When we come to the big battle, you know, we do theater of the mind real good, but I want to do something tactical. I just want the figures out there and the bad guys out there just to see where we are and what we're doing. Because this is the big, this is the climactic battle of the adventure. And I want it to be memorable. I want to, I'm not just going to sit here and ask you what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to do that. I, I want to see it. I want to see it. So we pulled out the minis, we pulled out the tokens, and it was great. I did not get lazy. I could have just said, oh, okay, you come into the room and he does this and you're there and I'm there. And how far away am I? Oh, 20 feet, blah, 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 blah. You know, that kind of thing. No, I said, we're going to do this the right way. So always opt to do it the right way. Now, if you have like, say, Game Master fatigue or something like that, or you're just tired, it's better not to run the game that night. It really isn't. If you don't have the energy for it and you don't have the brain power for it, I've I try not to game master on autopilot. 
and I don't think I have so far, that's when you start to go, oh, I don't want to do this because you're going on autopilot and you just want to drag out a bunch of ogres and orcs and just let them beat on them. And that's not much of a game because it gets, you got to add variety to it. You really got to add variety to it. I try and, I mean, yes, we all, I all have the same monsters that you guys play with more or less. So you got to change it up. You got to do something different. That, that room with the, the weird centers of gravity was something different. And there's always got to be some kind of trick to it. It should be, some, you know, like I said, something, something that makes it a little more unique than the regular, than the regular encounter. Now, yes, you can have random encounters, but even within random encounters, you can do stuff. Remember I told you about, uh, about, about playing around with like the hit points and stuff like that. Maybe you have a group of kobolds. Let's just get, take kobolds. Kobolds can be a threat. Uh, take kobolds, and you've got like three or four of them that only have one hit point. And the rest have, say, four, up to four or five. I forget what the hit dice of kobolds are, but it's not. Or oh, orcs have worse, but anyway. But, you know, all right, they're sickly. They have a cold, or they're just weak. They're runts. Leave them. Also, on the other hand, you may have a kobold as tall as a man and with the strength to prove it. This may be the alpha kobold. Maybe this is the chief. Maybe this is their champion. He just happened to be born big, that's all. And he is their champion. Comes out there in like piecemeal leather and chain with a sword, you know, and they're just cheering him on. That makes a difference. That makes it more interesting. So that's... Don't okay. My final words on there don't be lazy, don't phone it in or just walk, walk through it. Give it your all. That's my encouragement. That's my Newt Rockney speech for, for the podcast. And it looks like I'm gonna have to start my day. So take my words, use them if you can. And if you want to talk to me about it, you can. Drop me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can drop me a voicemail at Anchor. And remember, as little as 99 cents a month through Anchor, you can support this program. And I would thank you and thank you again, Jonathan and Oliver, for supporting me. I appreciate it. So until we talk next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.